A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, let's bring our friend on this and uh, other political issues that have arisen today but been overshadowed. Uh, our very good friend, Mr Mike, Indian political commentator. Michael, good evening to you. Good evening, James. Good evening. Now, what's your take on this? Don't worry about upsetting me, but, you know, feel free. Well, 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 James, let's let's be honest here. This is the week which the government could have done without. They've tried to roll out the next stage of the test and trace regime tomorrow. They're due to be announcing the changes, hopefully, to stage two of lifting lockdown. And all Mm. the media can focus on is whether or not Dominic coming for each lockdown. For me, that's not the issue here. The issue is really more worryingly the efforts to which the Prime Minister has gone to to retain his man in office. Because as as you alluded to at the start of this item, a lot of people do believe he broke the rules. About 80% of people weren't polled and two-thirds of people think he should resign. That doesn't mean he should do, but the government's wasted a lot of time and a lot of political capital. And quite frankly, a lot of the Prime Minister's energy that he could do with spending on yeah. the more important issues. But I don't... I, I... I think the Prime Minister did the right thing. He's a man of principle, and I don't think that giving in to a bunch of mealy-mouthed journalists who've already had to apologise not once but a couple of times for things they've uh, accused him of um, are, are actually not demonstrating the public feeling. Everybody that phoned me last night, people who uh, have... Uh, the only people who are descenders, dissenters are those on Twitter who uh, feel they need to use threatening and abusive language, which I find very funny. Um, and I've invited all of them to ring the show and come and uh, confront me with their views, if they can do it in an intelligent way, which I actually doubt. So I think he hasn't done anything wrong, Mike. Why should he have to actually quit his job? Just so it makes a few people who probably didn't like Brexit happier? I think the answer lies in how the Prime Minister has responded to this, James. And you, as you say, like me, you watch the liaison committee. An hour and 40 minutes of pretty much unrelented uh, questioning from opposition MPs about yeah. why Mr Cummings is still in post. But more than this, Boris Johnson had to say quite reasonably, look, we do need to move on. Trouble is, yeah. is that... I, if I'd been think- Boris Johnson, Mike... I would have got up and said, I'm sorry, that's enough. If this is all you want to do, yeah. then you get on and do it yourself. Yeah, that's their fault, the isn't it? country to run. Yeah. yeah. Keeping the story going. 
I think people have seen the order, the natural order of things inverted a bit. There. They've seen the advisor who's normally behind the scenes giving a press conference. Normally, it's advisors taking bullet, metaphorical bullets for politicians rather than the prime minister going out of his way to defend them. Now, you can judge whether or not you think Dominic Cummings is invaluable. I think only really the prime minister and Dominic Cummings know that. Only they understand their working relationship and you can argue at a time of crisis the government needs to have the people in it that it wants. The Prime Minister needs to have the people around him who he trusts and relies upon. But to me, I think this underlines a weakness of the Johnson government and the fact that it's very much dependent, as was Maggie Thatcher's government, on the person at the top themselves. And we saw this when Boris Johnson was out of action a couple of weeks ago. And I worry sometimes, James, that he has come back to work too soon, that he lacks that delegating authority and lacks that ability to reach outside his circle. And to me, his reliance and his energy on trying to keep Dominic Cummings underlines that he's in a, he's in a weak position without certain people but around I'd, him. I'd, hang, hang on, hang on, Mike. What is the, why should he get rid of somebody that has done nothing wrong? Why should he? Just because the flipping media decide they want to make this a story and then find some people that agree with them, you know, we get the tears and everything else, oh, this is terrible, I had to do this, I had to do that. You know, this is a non-story. I'm sorry, this is a non-story. He didn't do anything wrong. I don't actually... I. I don't share your views on Margaret Thatcher either. I, I thought she was one of the best prime ministers this country has ever had. Um, obviously, she shouldn't have done a third term, but that's uh, with the benefit of hindsight. And I think Boris Johnson, when he came to power uh, after Mrs May, he actually did bring the, the country together. Mm. Unfortunately, there are a couple of fairly fat people. I, I just say because they sort of wobble their chins around... Tory uh, MPs who flipping annoy me, who obviously are, are, are gunning for Boris as well. And I, I just think the whole thing shows that it needs someone like Boris to stand up to the media and the press when they yeah. want to have a go. They don't run the country. I think one of the things that's interesting is that you're right, that the people who are coming out very strongly against this, such as Jeremy Hunt, Simon Hoare, there are people who have in the past been very critical of Mr Johnson's leadership, but they've also got yeah. quite cushy positions from which to criticise him from. It's also true there is no love lost between Dominic Cummings and the parliamentary press gallery here. And I think that this government and this prime minister's message discipline about moving on will eventually cut through. And in the short term, Mr Cummings will remain in post. Mm. What I do worry about down the line, though, James, is, as you say, this government's at the start of a four-year term in office here. They've only been in office six months now. They're dealing with an unprecedented crisis. If this is burning up a lot of goodwill, and there are going to be, as the Prime Minister, to me, what, what interested me in that session was not the line of questioning about Dominic Cummings, but it came from Mel Stride on the Treasury Committee. Are there tax increases coming down the line? And the Prime Minister mm. did not rule that out. We're going to find out very soon. And they've burned through mm. a lot of capital this week defending Dominic Cummings. If you're an advisor, you can leave government and come back if there's a perception of something wrong. Legally, he seems to have acted with it just about within the law. However, large numbers of people do seem at the moment to believe he hasn't. And, and this, uh, this is the week the government really needed him, not, really needed Dominic Cummings not to be the story. Mm. All right. Uh, Mike, good to talk as always. Thank you very much Thanks. indeed for... Uh, uh, for laying it out uh, slightly more understandably than quite a lot of things in the press at the moment. Mike Indian, political commentator. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Now let's talk to uh, Anne-Marie Plass, who is the founder of Clap for Carers and who joins us now. Anne-Marie, good evening to you. Hi, good evening. Now, Anne-Marie, you've become uh, almost world famous with this, haven't you? 
Nah, <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> I can still go onto the my streets. Nobody knows me now. <laughs> well, I think they they have heard of you anyway. You came up with this wonderful idea, and I think I totally agree with you that if it just carries on, it will it will just sort of either run out of steam or become an excuse for people to to make an enormous amount of noise or or whatever. And I think you think. Yeah. This week should be the last, uh, and then maybe some other way of, of uh, thanking everybody would be a good idea. Um, how has that been taken by other people? Um, that I said, well, the thing is, I'm just going to, um, from uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to stop with supporting a weekly applause. Um, therefore, it's not said that people should stop if they want to continue. So, But I think yeah. it's good to have um, to create some space for maybe another initiative that are maybe well fitted for this part of the crisis. Mm. Um, and, then, and then also to think of the yeah. 10 is just an yeah, impressive number of, of thinking of how many times you got onto our doorsteps. And mm. also, um, yeah, to to maintain the positive impact that it that it has, um, to stop whilst we still have this, and then to move forward to, to an annual moment where we can say uh, thank you. I think that's a very very good idea because if it just fizzles out, it would be very sad, wouldn't it? Yeah, because well, the intention of it was to show appreciation and to like connect with neighbours. Um, yeah, through mm. sound in the beginning. So yeah, yeah, it would be my personal um, yeah preference if we could hold on to that. And then, and then I think then it's also wise to somewhere mm. uh, yeah end the series, and that would then be tomorrow for me. Then what did you think about yeah. people uh, setting off fireworks? And... Uh, yeah, no, that is. Uh, um, I can understand why people want to celebrate something, but I don't think that fireworks is there. Uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the the tool to do that with um, the uh, it one it kind of upsets uh, animals and it can be maybe a bit disruptive. Yeah, that is why I called it the uh, uh, clap for our carers and not fireworks for our carers. Well, I think my my dogs particularly, Anne Marie, will be very glad to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any uh, uh, animals. Much. I have a son, and he wakes up at uh, eight p.m. Mm. on a Thursday night too. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot well, of broken I, I spoons think... as well. well. A lot of people were breaking their wooden spoons on their pans. Were they? Yeah, a lot of bro- <laughs> thousands of broken wooden spoons every <laughs> week. Like yes, you just whistled. I mean, you should have clapped as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm I'm fascinated to see how people actually um, respond to that because, of course, you know the media. Uh, is making a big thing of it, and so mm-hmm. uh, they might they might want to keep it going. Mm. We'll have to see what they do. But f- thank you very much indeed, Anne Marie, for talking about me and telling me uh, uh, talking about it and telling me your thoughts tonight. Yeah, uh, no, and well, well done for coming up with what has been a great idea as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, Anne Marie Blass, for founder of Clap for carers the james whale show come praise the whale on talk radio let's talk dogs and beverly cuddy editor of dogs today joins me hi beverly hello Uh, more than two thousand dogs reported stolen to police in england and wales last year and for the sixth year in a row uh this is it's getting out of hand now isn't there really because um if somebody stole my dog i would i would i don't know what i'd i'd be out I thought I lost one yesterday when Lulu decided to take herself for a walk and found a hole in the hedge. 
Yeah, people oh, kidnap yeah. dogs now, don't they? That's that goes. On. Yeah, and I luckily yeah. I found her. She came back wagging her tail as if nothing had happened. But you know, she's um, sh- yeah. she's she's a bit of a wanderer, which is why I've got her because she was found just wandering the streets. Oh. Probably been sleeping rough for a while, but she's fine now. She's fine now, aren't you, Lulu? And they go and hang out with the rough dogs, don't they, when they're out on when you're missing for a few. It happened to a friend of mine's dog, <laughs> and he was hanging out with some quite rough dogs at the estate and picked up some. Oh, you know, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not nice, is it? You can pick up all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, what do you do to stop your dog being stolen? Well, one of the things you can do is talk to your MP. Because at the moment, mm-hmm. dogs are just seen as chattel, just things. Whereas when the law was first drawn up, maybe that might have been the case a long, long, long time ago. But it's not the same as having a mobile phone stolen. It, 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 your whole life goes on hold. Um, mm. Direct Line has been doing these figures for oh five, six years now. They looked like a chink of hope that this year the figures were slightly decreased. But in lockdown things have got much, much worse because everybody, like everybody was hoarding toilet rolls, they've been panic buying dogs. And because they've been panic buying dogs, the prices have gone up and that's meant all the horrible criminals have gone, ooh, and they've um, been stealing. Well, somebody got Mm. 22 dogs stolen the other day, um, but they were breeding dogs, so they were all pregnant. And it was done like a heist. Like a like a proper sort of bank job. It was CCTV footage was 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 wiped, and they ran over one of the pups on the way out. And oh, think, that's disgusting, isn't it? It just you know should not happen. Criminals, dogs, nowhere near. And really, also people breeding that many dogs, not so good either. I mean, no, I I, I think. Listen, I have to say, Beverly. Uh, now we've got a hold on the puppy farms. Hopefully, uh, I I think it's about time to um, uh, it's about time that that we started these people who just breed them, you know, willy nilly to make money out of them. You know, have a, a load of yeah. bitches in a shed in their back garden yeah. with not much room, yeah. and everything. I think they should all be shut down. It's disgusting. Definitely. Absolutely disgusting. Very low risk, isn't it? as well that what happened was Lucy's laws went to come in in the mm. beginning of April because of the lockdown someone at DEFRA said ah well it's you can't have a, go and pick your puppy up because that's not not an essential journey but all the licensed breeders can use a courier to deliver their dog so they were meant to be not being able to sell remotely these puppy farms They've turned into doggy versions of Deliveroo. And yeah. the people have been ordering dogs like pizza. And it's, it's yeah. vile. Yeah. And that's, that's, it is vile. The whole, the whole cycle has been mm. you know, what will happen at the end of the pandemic, if we ever get to the end of the pandemic, when people go back to well, work. We will. These, these, these dogs yep. will, will be totally... Oh. They've never known anything else. They'll have got used to 24-7 living with their people. But... Mm. We're hoping that DEFRA stops the, you know, the doggy deliveries very soon because we're mm. hearing that the puppy farms who were winding down went for another round and, and were putting old dogs back into whelp. Mm. And I've had people yeah. ringing up in tears saying, you know, we were hoping they're going to close down. They've actually stepped but it up. But why, why haven't they arrested these people? 
Beverly. These are scum. Why haven't they been arrested? Well, the, the problem is they're also not having their checks as um, they're not, the people who do the licensing have not been doing that because of lockdown. The vets yeah. have only been doing emergency stuff, so they've not been doing the checks. So they've had this little boom. I mean, we thought they were going to mm. go. They they were even selling. This is what's really disgusting. They used to, if you were, if somebody pleaded with them, they would let the breeding slaves go to be rehomed, and it was really hard to rehome them because they'd never known the other people. But they've mm. been selling them. They've been selling the breeding slaves for yeah. thousands. Uh, with with yeah. all so sh- sold as seen as like a bargain with mm. veterinary work needed, and they, they're not house trained. They don't know in what it's like to live in in a mm. normal home. And the rescues that normally looked after them are, are, are just going. Oh, what, what do we do? I mean, all of a sudden mm. they're selling anything. Um, listen, yeah. Beverly, I've got to go. Thank you very much indeed. We'll keep in touch Lovely and talk, uh, yeah. let's see whether these people can be brought to account in some way. Beverly Cuddy, editor of Dogs Today, worth getting if you're thinking of having a dog. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.